0: Today's episode, I have a very special guest, and her name is Michelle Kinnan. Michelle and I met online at the end of 2020, and I've personally experienced her magic. Michelle is an expert in masculine and feminine relationship dynamics and helps women feel deeply satisfied in their relationships. She has taught thousands of women how to fulfill their deepest desires through her unique methodology, blending feminine energy principles, neuro-linguistic programming, somatic therapy, and intentional communication. Michelle helps high-achieving women step into their next level of success by redefining happy wife, happy life, and rekindling the fun and lit up energy that reignites the flame of seduction and deeply connected love in their relationship. Let's dive in hello beautiful humans welcome to the embodiment doula podcast a place where diets aren't a solution and your body is no longer the problem where you learn how to finally stop being at war with your body and yourself and start loving your body and yourself so you can live the life you're dying to live and do the things you've been dying to do My name is Tess, I am the embodiment doula, and someone who not only survived, but healed from a severe eating disorder. And now, I'm at a place where I deeply love my body, and that has inspired me to help other humans to heal their relationship with their bodies and food. I'm your host, Tess Halpern. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Embodiment Doula podcast. Before we dive in, I am starting a new ritual at the beginning of each episode, and I'd love it if you'd join me for it. And if you're driving, please don't try to close your eyes for this part. (laughs) Um, This is the first episode I'm doing it for, and it is also extra special because I have Michelle here with me, who is also a very dear friend. We have some candles here. You can't even see them. It's funny. And as I light them, I invite you to close your eyes and take some deep breaths. (sighs) Placing your hands on your belly and allowing your belly to expand and your lungs fill with air, feeling your body pressing into wherever your body is connected to the earth right now. This candle, to me, represents each of us here or listening, turning our light on for ourselves and for others to see and feel our presentness, to consciously turn our awareness to where we are at in our lives today and honor ourselves, honor our feelings, and the life we're co-creating. Just breathing in this present moment, and breathing out all of your to-dos or thoughts that may be circling in your mind right now. And just trust that you will remember what you need and let go of the things that you don't need to be present right now. And my intention for this episode and space today is connection. Connection for all those listening to feel more connected to themselves and to see insights where you can take information you hear us discuss and apply it to your life in the ways that help you connect deeper to the world around you. Um, Just taking a couple more deep breaths. And as we move into this episode, I just want to point out that That was just a little short practice that I just walked us through, but just reminding us all that becoming present and grounded in our bodies doesn't take long amounts of time. And for me personally, it's in all of those little moments that I create that help me stay deeply connected to my body and self. (laughs) Well, hello. I am so honored and happy to be creating this with you today.
1: You're talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Hi.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, hello. Welcome. Thank
1: you. I'm really happy to be here. That was a really nice moment. I, um, admittedly, like I was, I was telling you before we started recording, uh, I've been going through a bunch of stuff with one of our businesses. And last night, we couldn't fall asleep. Me, me, me and my husband and we put on, um, like a guided meditation and it was all belly breathing. And so this is a really, really nice thing to do again today. Cause you don't, you know, when you're in your head, you don't notice what's going on in your body, all this accumulation of energy that can turn into like anxiety and how much we need these kinds of practices more often than we think.
0: Totally. You have so many colors, And I love that about you. I feel like that, I don't know, that's just how I see you. I'm like, you have your hand over here and your hand over here and just all these colors. And I want to know what inspired the work you're doing now to help other women build strong, sexy, bountiful relationships. Like, in other words, what was the moment you realized you just had all this juice to share?
1: Oh, my God. The moment I realized I had the juice, Uh, I think I – I don't know if it was a moment. I mean, I've always been pretty juicy, (laughs) (laughs) but I think there was like a turning point from where my juice was a problem for others. Mm -hmm. Um, and when I decided that it was like a superpower, or just like, no, even if, or even if it was a problem for others, like it's so powerful. Um, And it's just like, yeah, my superpower in the world and just like making the shift from it being a problem to making it be like a portal for myself. And then also sharing that with anyone and everyone that like wants to, wants to be a part of it. And my human design is all about um, teaching through my shared experience. So that is how I live and, and, and how I teach is I have to like go through it first before I can share it, you know, with others. And I, um, I'm definitely like a very forward momentum kind of person and I'm doing so many things and trying so many things and moving so quickly and so many great things come from that as well as challenging things too. So how can part of what I do be sharing that wealth, um, and opportunity with other people? It's like, it's in my pleasure to do so.
0: I love that. So I know you started going by the have it all queen and (laughs) what does it mean
1: to have it all? Like, what is it all? (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. Actually, one of my coaches, she just started like calling me that. She's like, no, you don't understand. Like I get that you're the satisfied wife because that's what I was – what I was talking about a lot because I do like relationship work and I'm really passionate about redefining um, the opportunity for like healing and growth and, and love and limitless luxury in marriage and relationship. Um, but she was like, no, no, you're, you're bigger than that. Right. It's not only about relationship, like there's something more. And, you know, I just, part of me accepting or loving or channeling my juice. I love that you called it that because now I'm just like going to use, going to run with that for the rest of this episode was just like understanding that something unique about me is this way that I learn to play with the, the world, the universe, other people, everything as if it's like, I'm just expecting everybody and everything to want to meet me in co-creation. And I never realized that until I had like a private retreat with one of my clients. I started doing like for my VIP clients in person retreats, which was so necessary. Cause like, hello, I'm a relationship coach and like relationships in general means so much to me. Um, and, and I, my client was talking to another client about her experience with me on retreat. And they were telling me, they're like, no, you don't understand. Like you operate as if everybody wants to say yes to you all the time. Like, and it's not an entitlement thing and it's not like a greed thing. It's just like, of course you want to play with me. Of course you want to build with me. Let's do stuff together. And so have it all, it's not, there's no one definition for that. I can't tell anybody else what that would mean for, for them. And I wouldn't want to, you know, I wouldn't want to prescribe to anybody else what it would mean to have it all. Um, but the way that I define it is, being unapologetic about your every desire without having to be bitchy, just like being clear. That's what I want. And just giving yourself full permission to want it. Um, Embodying your unique uh, goddess blueprint energy, which does not mean like being blonde and skinny in a field, like only eating vegan and like talking (laughs) about the law of attraction. But like, when I say your unique goddess blueprint, like who are you regardless of gender, like, in creation with that, with that energy. Um, and how do you receive and how do you play and how do you like get into pleasure instead of having to push and hustle and stress all the time, right? There's a time for, for the masculine and for, again, this is without gender, just about energetics, totally. we need that energy too. But in society, we're just taught to always operate like that. And it's fucking exhausting and it's not always pleasurable. And then if you are lucky enough to be in a relationship, how do you activate that relationship instead of it just being about like splitting up chores or, you know, having a warm body next to you while you're on your phone, which is totally fine again, but there's just so much more that you can do and that you can create with your partner who is literally somebody that is choosing every day to be with you, to grow with you, to celebrate in your happiness with you, to create with you. So how do you really like get to show up in that relationship to be your highest and best and invite them to be their highest and best so that you can build the life of your dreams together? So that's kind of what I think of as having it all. You hope they're
0: waking up every day and choosing you. You know, I think we live in society right now where it's like people just get so comfortable in that relationship where maybe they don't wake up and choose each other there's just not even acknowledgement of that choice you know we forget
1: um I agree and at the same time I feel like if they're there whether they're consciously choosing or not that is the choice so you know it's I don't want to say it's easy to walk away but it's easy to sleep on your friend's sofa or to yeah I mean you know divorce rates are super high like you know, so I I, I I interpret or explain it as if they are there, they're choosing to be there. You know, 100%. sometimes the choices we make aren't only conscious choices. They're just what we're agreeing to anyway. So 100
0: percent. Yeah, I love that. I love how you just disagreed with me so gracefully. <laughs> 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 and something I love that's someone that I've followed for many years and took their course, his name's Todd Herman. He says the most successful people hold strong beliefs and opinions loosely Mm. so like i can hear what you said and be like yeah that makes sense you know so it's that
1: yeah If that makes sense well you know one of the things that i teach is um you know or that i live by i had to learn to live by is i'd rather be in love than be right
0: Mm. and
1: um and also at the same time you know we live in this society that's very it's forcing so much duality, like yes or no, good or bad. And my opinion or my truth can be the polar opposite of yours, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's in conflict or that yours is supposed to be mine. Whatever I, I hold it, it there's no energy of needing to force you to be on my side. So, um, so maybe there's part of that in this too. I love that.
0: It's really powerful. I feel like that goes hand in hand with your playfulness and just what you were talking about in, you know, everyone wants to play, (laughs) like how you approach it that way. And I can remember when we first met and you in my DMs and that's how it felt. It was just like, I have to say yes because I just feel like this, yes, you know? (laughs) So (laughs) Um, I wanna know, and I feel like this question will help our listeners get to know you better as well. and it's similar but different. How would you describe the work you
1: do as the
0: satisfied wife or not the have it all queen?
1: Um, that's still a work in progress, uh, both learning how to describe it, but also because, you know, as a teacher um, and a human, I'm just always in my own evolution. So what I'm teaching is, you know, I'm always learning new stuff. I'm living it and then I'm incorporating it into my work. But, um, if I'm if I'm thinking to a recent conversation that I had with my coach, you know, she really keeps trying to get me to realize like, listen, you're hella confident. Like <laughs> you're you have the audacity to just like decide and and understand that like it's gonna happen, you know? And um if I think about all of the beautiful female identifying humans and women that I choose to work with, it's about meeting, meeting each other in our yes and giving like full permission. Just like what you said, I love what you said that your body or that your awareness just went to that yes place. And so many of us are making decisions and taking actions from like obligation or pressure or anxiety or that fear kind of place. And then it's just keeping us in this cycle in this uh, downward spiral, like where we're in that kind of energy. And, um, and I get that, right? There's a lot of hard things that go on in the world. And a lot of times our bodies are as machines, of course, are naturally like responding to that. And we can also take steps and have tools and start to like create a different kind of frequency inside of us that is giving as much power to our yes and to our desires. So everything that I do is desire led, is satisfaction led, is pleasure focused, not only so that I can be part of the pussy posse on the internet, but (laughs) also because of what you were talking about before about like, you know, even the practice that we did at the beginning of this podcast, when people think of pleasure, they think of like stereotypes, like Mm -hmm. lingerie or flowers or, you know, those kinds of things. But pleasure is about sensation. It's about intensity, holding intensity in our body. And Practicing pleasure, practicing presence, becoming sensual gives us so much um, power and grounding, whether things are really good or whether things are really difficult, and that empowers us to make uh, decisions that and take actions that move us towards what we want instead of what we don't want, and and that's really like where my work lies as um, as a somatic therapist, as a neurolinguistic programming practitioner. Um, As a women's uh, teacher, divine feminine, divine masculine, energetics teacher, that's really where my passion is.
0: I love that. I feel like I can say from my own experience with you, you really like open up the space for an invitation to start saying yes to yourself.
1: Mm, Thank you. Yeah.
0: So I hear you have this new thing called embodied satisfaction. (laughs) I would love to hear more
1: about it. (laughs) Um, It's a vibe. I don't know if that's a very superficial answer, but it is so much about feeling a certain way or energetic in your body where you are really present with yourself and you're really tuned into what you want and what makes you feel good and what's right for you even with outside voices that might say otherwise, even with inner critics, whether they're alive or dead or real or made up like in your brain, like even with the pressures of society or, or the structures of society around us built in whatever way it was built just to like keep things operating. It really is that invitation to step out of the machine and step out of the way that everything is working Um, because it's working maybe, but it's just like, the point is just like to keep it going. And we have this one precious life, like, let's really enjoy it. Let's feel good. Let's give ourselves like a permission slip to be free and to feel and trust in what our bodies are telling us to understand if something is good for us or to give us the permission to live the life we want, to have the relationships we want, to make the money we want, to parent the way that we want, to, yeah, to exist the way that we want. I think it's like a a radical act of freedom and it's all based on on your body. It's all based on how you are feeling in your body and allowing yourself to be satisfied. Even that is a radical act because our capitalist culture, consumer culture is always about, more and new goals and um and and more on your to-do list and you know showing up every day and um and that's just not good for our bodies right like the act of being satisfied means that you get to just agree to just to enjoy and be present and to ah right it's like a feeling of like "Mm, yeah and um and so many people don't know how to allow that or feel like it's inappropriate or feel guilty about that. And, and I want us all to like break out of that and just really enjoy what we have and who we are and, and to live what, however we want to in this life.
0: 100%. I, Bakari and I, I don't know, a few weeks ago, I had this conversation. I was talking about how like past generations were just focused on surviving, but now current generations have the option and not everybody. Cause I know it's a privilege, but to choose to thrive, you know, to not just survive, but to choose to thrive. And that doesn't have to just mean like goals and money and more capitalist stuff. But in the sense of like, you can choose to embody your body, you can choose to be present, you can choose to enjoy and you can like create that in your life, you
1: know, and that's pretty radical. I think it's a really good point that you're making, because if you think about it, all of those past generations have been like, they raised us and they taught us those lessons and they passed down the neurobiology, you know, and, and so we're still existing as as bodies in that past trauma or in a bit like living in that certain way. And that's not to say that there isn't trauma and pain and terrible things happening in this world, like a hundred percent, you know, I'm acknowledging all of that. And for most of us, there isn't that everyday onslaught in that same kind of way. And so how do we learn to like unplug both literally like close your social media and put down your phone? Because if you just lived according to the news cycle or the social media newsfeed, your nervous system would be activated and in trauma like all the time, you know, and um, and how do you start to learn new ways with new tools and be around different energies and people that allow you to exist and live and thrive in, in a different way in this world, even while that bad stuff is happening. And, and I, I don't know if that's controversial or not, um, but it is so important, especially with so much awfulness happening around us all the time to connect to our joy, to our pleasure, to our satisfaction, or else we're just going to like destroy ourselves out of, empathy or compassion. And then we, we can't help anybody or anything. And that's something that I really would want people to be aware of as well. Like the trauma bonding or like the pressure to be in trauma connected to pain all the time. Totally.
0: Well, it's that awareness, you know, to even notice that your body is in that state. Cause I think like most people exist in that space a lot of the time because of social media, because of the news and your own personal trauma like tacked onto that, then it just like keeps perpetuating this state, you know, not just your nervous system, but like everything, you know, your thoughts, yeah. how you're operating your life. It just yeah. falls right into that.
1: Yeah, I totally
0: want to experience life as the version of yourself who unapologetically loves their body. The version of you who enjoys intimate moments without anxiety, wears whatever the hell you want, and gives yourself full permission to confidently go on the most amazing adventures life has to offer. If you resonate with this, I invite you to join the Embodiment Doula community. Be a part of a community where you will receive the tools and support you need to love your body without the side of diet talk and self-deprecation. This community is intentionally, accessibly priced because it is so important to me that everyone who wants to let go of diet culture and learn to deeply love their body can join me on this journey. So join me and start stepping into loving yourself unapologetically today. Check out the episode description for more info. So two-part question. How do you (laughs) – I love my two-part questions. (laughs) I don't know why. Two-part question. How do you personally embody your unique goddessness, and how do you find that activates your divine partnership with Dan? Oh, my
1: gosh. How do I do it? Um,
0: Like what works for you? Not –
1: yeah. Honestly, what works for me, and this is going to be a very big answer that I'm going to try to chunk down, is – not giving a fuck, and truly listening to myself and what I want. Um, So it's all like connected, those different pillars that are part of my embodied satisfaction methodology, like they really all work together. But if I'm going to look at the um, embodying my unique goddess blueprint, I'd say especially in relevance to your amazing work, Tess, like the first thing that I needed to do was unhook from this like goddess culture out there that is so stereotypical and so superficial and so based on like looks and appearance and dressing a certain way and using certain terminology and not eating or eating certain things or, you know, living certain kind of lifestyle. And, and that's why I'm so, um, have such an emphasis on your unique goddess blueprint, right? It's not about like, living up to or presenting in a certain way that like fits into um like the way that a goddess is supposed to be it's understanding like what makes you feel magical what makes you feel um in pleasure what makes you feel uh, not make what makes you feel worthy of receiving but how you can understand and connect to your inherent worthiness where you can unhook from the certain energies and tools used to create that you see around you, which is like always doing, always being busy, always checking off accomplishments, connecting things to monetary value or tangible milestones. How do you start to like unhook from that and start to create an energy or, you know, live a kind of existence that is about how you feel? and how you receive and how you get to slow down and and how you feel in relationship to yourself and in relationship to everything around you whether it's your home your your primary relationship your friend relationships your relationship as a mother if you have children or animals or um and, and how do you show up at that I'm going to say level and I'm not meaning from a better or worse perspective because again, like I'm not in a good, bad, right, wrong, positive, negative space. You know, I don't have judgments around that, but wanting to, I don't know. It's, it's hard. I'm really intentional with language because I don't want, you know, my intention isn't to judge or to make anyone feel bad for wherever they are. And I have a lot of desire in me to be my best and to experience life with as little suffering as possible and to be in ease and to be in flow. And so what are all the things that we can, that I can do to feel that way? Um, Like who being intentional about my relationships, who I spend time with, how I dress because not because I want to look pretty, but because it makes me feel delicious. Like how I move my body doing dance practices and movement practices, not to be sexy, but to activate certain feelings or sometimes just to fucking like cry it out or to just, you know, move something that's inside of me. Or what are the conversations that I have? Who do I follow or unfollow on social media? What are the things that I say yes to or no to my boundaries? So big answer about that. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I couldn't have a divine partnership uh, if I wasn't doing all those stuff, because a lot of us, we want I'm and I'm gonna speak from a heteronormative perspective just you know with full disclosure that my expertise is in um you know heterosexual relationships with with strong women um or alpha presenting women that want to feel their man's like masculine energy more that's really what I what I work with as you know but just to tell everybody else but no judgments everyone is totally free with whatever choices and however their love presents. I'm super open to everything, just where I teach. Um, like you said before, you're YouTube
0: not from experience.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I live this shit. So this is again, part of my design. I'm teaching what I live. You know, a lot of us are asking our men to be something that we're not willing to step up into ourselves, which is completely out of integrity. And, um, and that kind of motivation, it just doesn't work that pressure and obligation. But when we quote unquote rise, when we elevate into our goddess energy, when we start to make different choices, when we show up differently, energetically, our man naturally, or our our partner, whoever naturally responds, the dynamic shifts. And that's how you can create a really beautiful cycle. I call it a co-creational partnership where you're, getting better and he's getting better and you're meeting each other in that really powerful place but we have to do that work ourselves it all starts with doing that work ourselves totally was that too long of an answer i feel like it's It's
0: perfect so another sort of (laughs) two-part question
1: (laughs) you just want to listen to me talk okay no problem ask me all the
0: things (laughs) um well because it's like they're similar but different okay Nope. How does embodiment transform our relationships and take them from good to incredible? And from my experience with you, you teach a lot of embodiment practices in your work. And how do you find that embodiment helps women in their relationships and just helps them transform for themselves in general? It's
1: um, such a good question. And it's also funny it's also like when I talk about the feminine, I lose my vocabulary a lot because it's so amorphous and like watery and, you know, so talking, using words to describe embodiment is also an interesting experience too, but I'll do my best. Obviously, well, how would you, how would
0: you, if you were like saying it from that delicious space that you talk from, cause I, cause I describe things like, I feel delicious too. You know, like how would you describe it from there? Like what would, yeah.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think that embodiment is super powerful because it forces us to be 100% honest. Mm -hmm. Like when you're in your body, you are in communication with yourself on like the deepest level. And it's not about like, our brains are basically computers, our brains are programmable machines. um, And they're filled with all the stuff that we see around us, that our parents taught us, that we've seen in movies that like, you know, it's been deeply imprinted from all different kinds of experience, our body too, to a certain extent as well. But when we tap into our physicality, we're getting primal messages um, of, I like that. I don't like that. That feels good. That doesn't feel good. I want more. I want to get away. Like we're getting those pings all the time. And so the process of becoming embodied is learning how to be present and um, and feel those pings, feel those truths that that our biology is like, our survival biology is is giving us is programmed to do. It's like doing its job, and learning how to peel back all of the automatic responses that we've been taught that covers up that intuition or that. Um, that communication uh, that's been coming in, right? Like, for example, you know, we might've been taught that like, um, or like for, for men, right? Boys, boys don't cry, right? So, so many little boys learn how to like, shove their feelings down, shove their pain down, um, you know, clench their jaw, not have emotional reactions. And they learn over time to disassociate with a totally natural expression of how they feel, and so there's all this way that, you know, they're not able to be connected to to their truth or to their desire because of what they've been taught and how they've, like, shut down certain things in their bodies. Like, the same thing with women. Like, one example is I was always taught to, like, cross my legs, close my legs. It's dirty. It's dangerous, you know. And, um, and so my whole life I've been squeezing my legs. I've been squeezing this very delicate and um, uh, precious and uh, corruptible <laughs> part of me and um, for great reasons, right? But I have learned how to, or I had learned how to disassociate from that part and not feel that part, right? It's dangerous. It's too sexy. It's, it'll drive men crazy. You're going to get raped, like all the messaging that came from that and learning how to Create safety in my body and allow myself to feel my pussy, to relax my legs, to feel air there, to not, you know, to become more embodied. Now I have a better relationship with that part of me that isn't just sexual, that is giving me a lot of messages, that is telling me, ooh, or uh uh-uh, uh, that gets wet because I want that or isn't wet because I'm just not ready. You know, there's so much wisdom in our bodies, and I totally forgot your question already. But I hope <laughs> I've been answering.
0: <laughs> oh, I love what you just said. Um, <laughs> you have 15 more minutes.
1: I do have 15 okay. more
0: minutes. Just wanted to check in. So this kind of touches on that, but I feel like this is like a different uh, perspective that could help people. So I talk about embodiment a little bit, and a little.
1: bit?
0: <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> I think it's actually a key to living and thriving and having a beautiful, satisfied life. Yeah. Um, however, that's like what I've learned on my own with my own experience, just like you have. And most of the world isn't operating from a place of embodiment or even practicing that on a daily, you know, basis. So for everyone, but really for those who may not think embodiment is important or has the ability to really help us transform our lives in the way that we want, I want to hear your answer to this. So what does embodiment, I mean, scratch that, what impact does embodiment have on your life to take time to embody your body? How does it affect the interactions you have with those difficult family members or your nanny when you're stressed or Mm -hmm. those times when you're stuck in traffic or your toddler's having a breakdown? How does it Help you in those times.
1: It's a great question. Um, I think it really helps because before, and this is something that I work a lot with um, with my clients, is we because we're our nervous systems are so heightened all the time. Um, it's really easy for us to get triggered into uh, fight, flight, play dead, Bambi, like whatever those really normal and necessary biological reactions are that are there to protect us from like life or death circumstances. But the thing is that like, we definitely needed that in caveman days and, you know, and earlier, but most of us are not in those life and death circumstances every day, every moment, um, but are still responding in that kind of way. Right. And so learning how to become embodied doing these kinds of practices not only allows you to connect with like your wisdom and your intuition and your desire, but it also allows you to um, create safety in your body and to stop responding to the world or to um, I'll say threats, but also even just unpleasantness, right? Like to start to be able to discern between what really deserves that um, that response level of like, Oh shit, we're going to die. Like we need to get out of here versus like, Oh, that's not cool. I want something different or, Oh, I don't like that. Like how else can I respond or how can I say no? Or like it lets us understand the difference instead of always triggering that like crazy stress response that takes us on these like emotional, energetic, like roller coaster up and down. And it lets you live a life where you're not always like running away from the things that scare you or feel uncomfortable or that just aren't what you want. And that's what most of us are doing. We're just avoiding or whatever our own unique stress response is. Like some of us will fight really hard. Some of us will just agree. Some of us will disassociate like, and if you're doing that, you're actually robbing yourself and also the people around you of, evolving and creating relationships and experiences together that make both of you happy, even if in the interim, while you're trying to figure that out, it might feel uncomfortable or someone is unhappy in the moment or whatever, you know? And so that's a lot of, you know, what I teach in, in terms of divine partnership is, is how to have that communication and that process with your partner so that like, you know, one of the things I teach is that you can have a hundred hundred relationship because we're taught that you have to compromise and you have to meet in the middle, which means that nobody can be fully happy. And like, why would anybody want to be in a long-term relationship where you can never really have what you want? Or if you do the other person's suffering, that's one of the lies that we learn because people are trying to avoid conflict or avoid feeling that kind of pain or that kind of threat on their life. But once you become embodied you can hold intensity in your body in a different way, whether it's that you become more orgasmic or you become more um, grounded during conflict and can have the conversations that you need to have or, you know, and, and that's when you can start to create really beautiful healing shifts in relationships with people that you care about and want to stay in relationship with. And that's, that's a huge part of embodiment that, um, that I want people to know about, like that kind of effect it can have on, on the the people that you have in your life. And even those relationships that you might think like, oh, it could never be better. Like those of us that have mother wound experiences or like, you know, with our families. And I'm not saying, you know, this is blanket for everybody. Of course, everybody has different family dynamics and different mental illnesses and experiences and things like that but you can have really big shifts in your relationships by becoming more embodied as well.
0: I love that answer. Thank you for answering that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So I'm going to love on you a little bit. Cause I just always have to do that. So <laughs> I know personally how incredible your work is. <laughs> I was listening. I just have to share that. We met in 2020 when I was doing your Virginia's course and then I did goddess wife school and then we worked one-on-one <laughs> for like five months. And then I also forgot, but then I remembered, I was also in your pussy incubator. That's right. What you call it again.
1: My inner circle.
0: Oh yeah. Your inner circle. Um, side note. I think you have the best course names. <laughs> <And> <laughs> they were all extraordinarily transformative for me. And I was really able to learn to relax in my relationship in new ways and lean into the I can't even talk. I'm so excited. Incredible relationship that I already had and also learn how to let it blossom, you know, without trying to do what society teaches us with relationships and trying to control it or change it or you know, control how it's growing, all of that garbage. And I also let go even more than I already had of all of the dysfunctional things society taught me about relationships. Yeah, all of that to say, what are the ways in which people can currently work with you?
1: <laughs> um, thank you for asking. Thank you. I just wanted to take a moment to receive that. And um, and even that, this is an embodiment practice too, right? How often do we get praise or such amazing feedback and just like gloss over it? Um, totally. So a little practice right now is just for me to breathe and just acknowledge that you shared that and to feel how good that makes me feel that you said that and how proud that somebody like you, that I respect so much, that's such a great friend, like that we started as having this um, amazing uh, relationship with you and my programs. And as a client, and just how much we've done together. And I just love you so much. So thank you for sharing love all of that. Too. You're amazing. <laughs> thank you. Um, how can people work with me? So there's a couple of different ways, um, but I, um, what I would do is invite anyone that feels like inspired by um, anything that we talked about to feel totally comfortable reaching out uh, either DMing me or on Instagram, I'm uh, Michelle Kanan, or you can just Google the the satisfied wife. Um, And if you see a white girl with curly hair, that's me. Um, And just shoot me a message. Um, I'd love to share how my embodied satisfaction method Uh, can help you become unapologetic about your deepest desires, uh, allow you to embody your unique goddess blueprint energy, uh, and then activate a divine partnership in your relationship that lets you feel supported and connected and totally abundant with your man so that you can build a life of your dreams and of limitless luxury together. Um, And then we can talk about uh, any of my programs or offerings that, might be right to you. I'm, um, I really moved away. One of the things that I learned from embodiment is only doing launches, high pressure with doors closing just doesn't feel good for my nervous system. Um, and also for my clients too. I never want anyone to feel pressured to have to do one specific thing. Um, and so I've really like evolved and I'm really open to recommending what I feel is right for each unique person. And I have a few different ways, um, to work with me. So let's just have a conversation uh, so that, uh, I can get to know you and point you in the right direction. Or you can also join my amazing, uh, Facebook community. It's called goddess wife vibes. You can just search for it on Facebook. Um, there's over 2,500 women, amazing women in there. We talk about the coolest realist shit in there today. We're talking about how a man, uh, wipes you off with a towel after sex what that says about your relationship so we have really cool conversations in there um real talk and i'd I'd love to have uh anybody in there that's interested awesome i can personally say it's
0: also a really fun awesome group (laughs) i might be biased (laughs) well thank you so much for being here with me this has been a
1: blast Yeah, this is awesome too. I was like, we've been preparing for this for so long. And I was like, it's just going to be great. I know it's just going to be great. And I love how our cat, like, I know this is a podcast recording, but that it can be for everybody. This is personal, you know, and we're having like a real, this is our kind of conversations that we always have really authentic and deep like this. And I'm just really honored and grateful that you invited me here to talk to you today.
0: Thank you. Hmm. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for joining me today. I hope this episode helped bring you some clarity or gave you something to feel into in your body. I want to leave you with this. Remember that no matter where you are on your body journey, your body is not the problem. That healing our relationship with our body takes time. And with little steps every day, you too can transform your relationship with your body. You can find me on Instagram at the Doula. If you enjoyed this show, please rate it and review it wherever you are listening. Share this episode with a friend and check back next week for a new episode of the Embodiment Dua podcast. Thanks.